It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in our number two of the program here on Tuesday morning and looking forward to in the next hour, we're going to be talking with the crew from 50s night, the folks who put on this fantastic event, Joe Jesus's 50s night, and they're going to be talking with us about what we can expect this year. And it's coming up this Thursday. So if you want to take part in it downtown, you can come on by Thursday and they're going to give us all the details. But also if you want to Get it rolling a little bit early and keep it going after the fact. We're going to be playing 50s music here on WBSM all afternoon and evening. We are starting at 3 p.m. and we'll be going until midnight this year. Last year we ended it, I think, at 11. We're going to be going all the way to midnight this year. And we're going to have family favorites, you know, the stuff that everybody can listen to from 3 to 10. And then from 10 to 12, we're going to have two hours of that backseat music for mom and dad. That'll be, you know, for after the kids go to bed. So, again, starting at 3 p.m. and going all the way to midnight, this special 50s night broadcast is brought to you by Leech Auto Body, Shooting Supply, Empire Ford, Inc. of Fall River, formerly known as First Ford, and Market Basket. So we're going to be spinning all those stacks of wax, all those platters that matter. All of those songs you would expect to hear. And if there's something that you want to hear, you can send me a request, Tim at WBSM.com. Not for, you know, during this show. It's not not a music show in the morning. We're not taking requests. But we will take your 50s night requests. You can send them to Tim at WBSM.com or you can send me an app chat message and uh, we'll try to get them in the playlist. Again, it all depends on if we have them available to us but we will do our best to find them. Of course, you can expect the Elvis, the Buddy Holly, Little Richard, the Big Bopper. Unfortunately, the decade, you know, had a lot of songs that were, I shouldn't say unfortunately, because it probably, you know, gave some people a career. But, you know, a lot of times there were songs that hit it big with some artists that then got covered by other artists. And, and, you know, it gets a little bit confusing. So we may not have your favorite version of a song, but we'll do our best to make sure that we find the song for you. And I think that uh, you will certainly be in the mood no matter what. Wait, can we play in the mood? No, I think that was the 40s. But we can... It's funny because I'm the only person that in this building that you will hear say, Alexa, play Glenn Miller. But the, um, the good thing about having... All of this 50s music, too, is it allows us to keep it alive, you know? It allows us to introduce it to another generation of people that will hear it and love it, like I did when I was growing up. I don't, I don't even remember what station it was, but I remember when I was a kid, every Saturday night, we put the radio on the oldies. And I already knew a lot of those songs because of Sha Na Na. I watched that every weekend. I, that was my favorite show when I was a little kid. 
So I learned a lot of those songs from a very young age. And then when the oldie station came to Boston, that was a game changer. First of all, it meant my mother was never changing the station until it was time to play Christmas music on her cassette player in her car. Pre-Oldies 103, you, you had a chance. You know, we'd listen to whatever was on the radio, whatever was popular for the, of the day. Got to hear a lot of the cars, a lot of uh, the police, uh, Paul McCartney's No More Lonely Nights, one of my favorite songs, you know, Elton John. Some of the, you know, she was a little bit more middle of the road than she was some of the new wave stuff. But you, you got to hear more modern stuff. And then you could every once in a while get her to play the Wham! Make It Big album. Because she liked Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go so you could get her to play that tape. But then once Oldies 103 came, it was on that station all the time until it was time to play Christmas music. Which means, you know, July or August. Now, I don't even know what my mom listens to in the car. Probably this time of year, she's probably already listening to Christmas music, but I don't know. I don't know what she listens to. Normally, if I am in the car with him, my dad's driving. So he plays, you know, usually classic rock. I would hope that they are, you know, if they're awake, they're listening to me, but I would never force them to do that. But yeah, so a lot of these songs you will remember. Some of them you might say, I forgot about that song. Some of them you may say, I've never heard this before. And that's what we are hoping for with that mix of music. 508-996-0500. We were talking the last hour about the nip bottle problem. And and we got a, a app chat message here from Bags in New Bedford who says... You know how we are failing as a society is when a talk show host said earlier this morning that he really wants to talk about the nip bottle problem instead of a cop getting shot in the face. Well, Bags in New Bedford, uh, I guess you weren't listening when we talked about the cop getting shot in the face. And we said, that's all the details that we have right now. We gave you what we know, and that's all that we know. So if you want me to keep repeating the same one or two sentences of information that we have throughout the course of the morning, I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. Or you could call in to talk about it if you want. But we addressed it, we talked about it, and we moved on to another topic. That's what happens in morning radio. Things are going to move fast. Keep, try to keep up. But going back to the nip bottle issue. I don't understand why we are it's 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 like if somebody has a problem with setting fires do you not let people have matches anymore I don't understand the rationale of well if we ban these bottles it'll solve the problem maybe the problem just becomes there's bigger liquor bottles dumped on the ground and how does eliminating the nip bottles clear up the real problems with litter? Like scratch tickets, cigarette butts. As I said before, Dunkin' Cups everywhere. And again, not to pick on Dunkin'. It's not their fault that people don't put things in the trash. But those are the cups that you see around the most. So why are we not talking about having to ban those? Why are we not talking about having to take those out of people's hands because they can't be responsible with the waste 
And I know that the business community, those who sell nip bottles are always against these bans, and it makes sense. It's a good portion of their business. But I think they're also voices to listen to because I'm sure that the people who own those stores or lease them are also out there in the parking lot picking up those bottles. I'm sure that they understand that it's an issue that people just discard them and don't throw them away properly. They drink them in the parking lot when they shouldn't be and just dump the bottles on the ground. I'm sure that they understand why you want to ban it. They understand the problems. But they're also saying that they don't think that it's a good idea because it's an important part of their business. And to those who say, well, you know, we've got to, we've got to regulate those people that have a problem. We can't let them go in and, and buy a nip and, and drink it in the parking lot and drive away having had a drink. Well, okay. Well, what about the people who suffer from gambling addictions? You have no problem with them going in and buying a scratch ticket, scratching it and throwing it out the window of their car. And I'm not even sure that that's how most scratch tickets end up on the ground. You ever seen a person that has a scratch ticket addiction when they get out of the car? And all the scratch tickets come tumbling out of the floor of the car? They might not even know that they dropped them all. You can always tell those scratch ticket addicts. They have the, the silver fingernail. I once, you know, when I worked in the diner, I sold the lottery there. We had a lottery um, register for a long time until we realized that having that just meant we became a gambling hall and people were coming in getting a cup of coffee drinking a dollar 25 bottomless cup of coffee for 4 hours while playing keno so we moved that out of there so that we could actually have more people coming in and eating but when i ran that lottery counter you heard every story in the world about how people had won in big and then this and then then they once well, how they just missed it by this by one number and like every story and one of the people that came in all the time would always ask if I had a coin they could borrow didn't matter what it was they just wanted to borrow a coin they never had a coin on them they just wanted to take you know we had to put a penny take a penny thing so they'd either, you know, they'd sometimes take the penny or they'd ask me for a dime because the dime was the best scratcher. And then they would use the coin. And finally I said, well, why don't you just use your fingernail like everybody else? And the guy said, because then my wife will know that I bought scratch tickets. When I go home and I have scratch ticket residue under my fingernails, well, then maybe you shouldn't be buying scratch tickets if you have to hide it. But I think those are just as much of a problem, if not bigger, than the nip bottles. But I get it. Nip bottle bans are sexy. Communities are doing it all over. They're making it seem like they're doing something for, you know, the good of the community by doing it. But I think it's not a good thing to do. I think taking it off the shelves from the business owners... Eliminating people's freedom of choice, encouraging people to buy more liquor. I think 
Council Giesta has it right. You know, maybe maybe put a, a deposit on them. If there's a deposit on them, perhaps folks are, at least if they're not likely to bring them back and save them, others are more likely to go and pick them up and turn them in. And it takes a lot to fill up a trash bag. It takes a lot to make it worth your time to bring it in. So when you go in there and redeem it, you might have 30 or $40 worth. As opposed to, you know, when you're doing soda cans and soda bottles and you fill up that bag and you turn it in and you got $3.18. Well, that's, that wouldn't work out. It's five cent increments, Tim. You know what I mean. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. I was just thinking about the, uh, the Nipple uh, deposit, about raising the price of the deposit. How about like an astronomical amount, like a dollar? Put a dollar deposit on it. How, what are the chances people are going to bring it back to get a buck? Nobody, nobody goes to the back store just to buy a nip bottle. They're going to buy a bunch of stuff. So they're more than likely, 99% chance they're going to want to bring that back. But do you think a dollar deposit would mean people wouldn't buy one? No, I mean, if you go in there, you, you're typically buying other stuff anyway for a dollar. It's not like you're not going to get your dollar back. You're getting, you're getting your money back. You're just putting a deposit on it like anything. I, I, don't, get it back. I don't even know how much a nip costs. I, I would guess it's like between yeah, a buck or two. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you're going to the package store anyway, I mean, generally buying liquor is a luxury. So if you've got money to go there in the first place, I'm sure you have that extra dollar. If you're looking to buy nips for whatever purpose, why do people buy nips? Because they want to take them to go. And that's not a good idea anyway, to be on the road with them, taking them to go. So if you can afford to do that, you can afford to pay the extra buck. And what I say is no problem. You're going to get your dollar back. Now, I mean, like they're keeping it. I say the other part of it, though, is there, you know, you've got less and less places where you can redeem bottles and cans now, too. Right. Well, for a dollar, I think they would just, they should make it so that you'd be able to return it at any, any liquor store. If that sells nip bottles, you should be able to return it, considering the amount of the deposit. Right. And well, that would probably, I'd say, 99% chance solving the problem if the deposit's that high if you got the luxury to buy nips and in the first place then what's another dollar it's not like they're keeping the money unless you got money to throw away look if the deposit's that high i'm going out every afternoon and filling up a bag myself with any that i can find <laughs> there you go that's what i'm saying but it would solve the problem it's, it's and if nothing else people got money to throw away that nipped up that nip bottle on the road knowing they lost another dollar more than likely, other people are going to pick them up knowing it's worth a dollar more mm -hmm. to get money in their pocket. So Absolutely. it would clean, up, clean itself up. All right. Well, thank you for the call thank and you. for the idea. Take care. And uh, 508-996-0500. I mean, I would. I'd be out there picking up nip bottles. I'd get. I'd actually invest in one of those things, at the little claw that you can pick stuff up with. Because, you know, it's one thing to go pick up bottles and cans. Because those are large and you can usually kind of fish those out of wherever they are. And, you know, when you see those on the ground, chances are you can pick them up. They might be a little bit gross, but chances are you can pick them up with your bare hands. But the nip bottles, they get like mashed into other trash and into all these different places. And I don't want to bend down and pick those up with my hands, but I would, I would invest the five bucks or 10 bucks into one of those grabbers. 
and I'd pick up I'd pick up dollar deposit nip bottles all day long, and then I'd you know have a second job, put away all that money, and buy myself you know a yacht. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. Well, it wouldn't be a very big yacht, or it's going to take a very long time. <laughs> There's enough uh, nip bottles out there now that if they were worth a buck, I, I could have that boat in no time. You know, it's funny. I, I uh, used to have a shop up in Duxbury working on boats, and I remember this couple would come around to all the dumpsters every single week and go through them for cans. And I, I saw them one time, and they had a real beautiful car, and they had a real beautiful trailer with a beautiful boat on it. You know? hey, there you go. And, uh, they, did, they worked hard at it. And, um, you know, it, to me, this is just another... It's, it's all about bad behavior and the government trying to correct it because it is bad behavior. And people are just, people are just, you know, pigs. They just throw stuff everywhere. It's horrible. And when the epidemic, when, when, when uh, uh, COVID hit, the first thing I noticed was that there were masks all over the ground. They became the new scratched lottery ticket or the new nipple bottle or whatever it was that is thrown and disregarded as soon as you're done with it. And it seems like we're always trying to correct bad behavior. It's really what it is. The fact that people just throw stuff on the ground like that is just, I don't get it. It's mind-boggling. It's just, I can't imagine why or how someone learns that behavior. Yeah, and, and they had to have gotten away with it and had no consequences and seen other people do it to, to realize that they could do it and have no consequences. I've seen people throw cups out at a red light, sitting in a red light, throw cups out of the car. I picked them up and threw them back in the car at the people before. It's not a good idea. I don't recommend that. Not in the city. <laughs> right. Unless you pull a vest, a bulletproof vest. But I've done it before, you know. And it's just, it's horrible that people do that. You know, I, I don't get it. You know, it's like, a, it's like, and I'm sure some of it's people that don't live here probably, but a lot of people who do live here just disregard anything and throw it out. Sure. I mean, uh, I mean, cigarette butts are the number one thing people throw out the car window. Like, it's nothing. Like, it, I don't want this in my car, so okay, let me just throw it out into the street. Right, right. And, 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 I, and, and believe me, I, when, I, when I was younger and I, threw, and I smoked cigarettes, I, I remember throwing them out the window, and I realized that was just the wrong thing to do. You know? And it's, it's just not right. Now, no part of littering is acceptable at all. You know? And uh, it's too bad. But anyways, good to have you on, Tim. Keep up the work. Thank you. You have a great day. And uh, if you want to call in and chime in, 508-996-0500. But right now, I do have to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Just a little while ago, I was telling you about all the great food you can get at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in North Dartmouth. Well, right now, you can get $25 at Just Another Phoenix for just $12.50 at SeizeTheDeal.com. It's just one of the many great deals available at SeizeTheDeal.com right now, including gift certificates to half-price gift certificates to Pizoni's, to the 110 Grill, to J-Max on the Pond, to Seekonk Grand Prix, and to so many more. Plus, later on this week, we will have $50 to Freestones in New Bedford for just $25. Check it out, SeizeTheDeal.com. Make sure you visit it each and every morning and see what deals we have for you. Now let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. The first pretrial hearing in the classified documents case against former President Trump is set for today in Florida. It's likely to focus on how classified materials will be shared between Trump's attorneys and special counsel Jack Smith. The judge overseeing the case has set the trial to begin next month, but federal prosecutors have asked for it to be moved to December. 
Iowa's new abortion ban is on hold for the time being. A Polk County judge on Monday temporarily blocked the new law, which essentially bans all abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. The judge's ruling will stay in effect as the courts deal with a lawsuit filed by abortion providers and the American Civil Liberties Union over the law. Those groups have said the new ban is unconstitutional. Republican Governor Kim Reynolds signed the new ban into law last Friday. A punishing heat wave is being felt across the southeast and it's showing no signs of letting up. Phoenix hit 110 degrees Monday for a record-tying 18th consecutive day. Temperatures of at least 115 degrees are being in the forecast for the next several days. A 22-year-old Connecticut man says he was just joking when he posted a threat to kill Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on social media. Brendan Hughes was arrested last Friday and charged with threatening and harassment in connection with the post he allegedly made on Twitter days earlier. Hughes reportedly told police he hates the Republican presidential candidate, but his threatening comment was only a joke, pointing out that he has no access to firearms. He's free on a promise to appear in court on August 18th. Millions of U.S. military emails have been accidentally sent to Mali because of a typo. Emails that were supposed to go to the military's .mil domain have been instead sent to .ml, the domain for the African nation and Russian ally. None of the emails contained top-secret or classified info, but did contain sensitive information about personnel and faculties. Former President Obama is applauding librarians for standing on the front lines against book bans. In a letter to American librarians, Obama slammed recent censorship attempts on books that discuss topics like gender, sexuality, or race. According to the Washington Post, at least 19 states over the past two years have passed legislation to jail librarians who lend out harmful books to minors. And the Speedo is making a comeback. Bree Tennis has details. It's true that fashion comes back around. The Speedo is making a return across the globe. Sales are up 200% in Europe, the Middle East, even Africa. Up 54% right here in the U.S. Fashion houses Prada and Dior say the micro swimsuits are a natural progression in men's swimwear since shorts are starting to get shorter. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, the Red Sox beat the Oakland Athletics last night 7-0. The Sox will face off against the Ace again tonight in their second game of a series. First pitch at 9.40 p.m. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We have another humid day in store for us with a mixture of sun and clouds throughout the day. We could see a couple of spot thunderstorms possible in the late afternoon, but we do have the smoke from the distant wildfires that's going to be causing poor air quality for the day. We'll be reaching a high in the low 80s overnight tonight, partly cloudy and humid, low of 70. And for tomorrow, partly sunny skies and humid with a straight thunder shower in spots, high of 84. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 73 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Starting the South Coast off right each morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a Tim Weisberg Show. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. right here on WBSM.
Welcome back in 508-996-0500. You know, nothing like sleeping in your own bed. It was nice being in Gettysburg over the weekend, but I was sleeping on a pullout couch in my friend's suite at the hotel. And so when you get home, you want to get the best night's sleep possible. And you can do that by going to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet in New Bedford. That's right, because their mattresses are made in America. They are made in New Bedford, made here, sold here, handmade by your neighbors, and delivered from their factory to your home. That is a legacy that cannot be duplicated. It is what has been making Whirly Beds Factory Outlet tops in mattresses for the past 70 years. So if you are looking for a better night's sleep, go down and visit them because they can help you find not only the perfect mattress to fit you in terms of, you know, just how you want to sleep to just firm enough, just soft enough, whatever it may be, but all these great additional features as well, like keeping you cool in the summer, keeping you warm in the winter, things like that go a long way to making sure that you are getting the best night's sleep. So head on over to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet on Pope's Island in New Bedford. Talk to Patrick, Martha, or anybody over there, part of the staff, Pop back into the into the uh, factory and see Manny hand-sewing those mattresses. They'll give you a tour if you ask, and you'll be able to see why. We talk about that kind of made-in-America, made-in-New-Bedford quality that you can get at Whirly Beds Factory Outlet, Pope's Island in New Bedford. 508-996-0500, that's our number. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Happy Tuesday morning, Mr. Weisberg. To you as well. Oh, thank you. You've been on vacation. You had a good time. I Let did. me ask you, did you, uh, did you happen to try any new sandwiches to tell us about? Um, n- in terms of new sandwiches, no. Um, I, had, um, I had a prime rib sandwich on Sunday night. And I think, you know, for the most part down there, the, the food that they have, they're not as creative and, and as inventive as we are. So it's a lot of burgers and... Yeah. A prime rib in between two slices of bread? It was a uh, thin thin sliced prime rib. I know. I know. <laughs> I've no, I've actually had them where they take the the real, cut a prime rib and put it between two pieces of bread. Well, I, you're going to have to have teeth like a lion. Um, no, I mean, it was like butter when I had it. I could bite right into it. But this well, listen, this on, one was on a little thing, chewy. I'm I'm sorry, I interrupted, but that's what I am. I was born that way. <laughs> um on the nip bottles, is that what they call them? Nip yeah, the little the little yeah. sample size. I don't understand size. what the big deal is. Now, the people, I don't, I've never drank, so I don't, I don't know nothing about drinking. But the people that do use that a lot and then they're all over the ground, what is the big deal that they just can't keep a little plastic bag with them and when it's filled up, find a trash receptacle? Why do they have to put them out on the, on the ground? Well, I think because they're drinking them in their cars, so they don't want to have the empty bottle in their car because that's illegal. Oh, that's what I mean. What is the big deal? Why can't they just collect them in the car and then empty it out? There's no, they're pigs. I have to say pigs. I'm sorry. No. I, Another thing. Okay. I think that's unfair to pigs. You don't see pigs throwing nip bottles around everywhere. Okay. So now you're going to get expected <laughs> to call them pigs. They are pigs. No, I'm just saying it's not fair to the pigs to equate them with litterers. They didn't do anything okay. bad. So I really don't know the whole story, though. So why are they bringing this out now? Are they going to start charging five cents for the bottle so we can collect them or something? Well, that's one thing. That's what uh, Councillor Giesta is proposing is having a, a deposit on them. But the, well, then, okay. the, the, um, 
the licensing board is looking at possibly, uh, you know, banning them outright because other communities have. Other communities have decided that they're not going to have those anymore. Some have even gotten rid of single-use water bottles. So you can't even go into a store and buy a, you know, a, a however, whatever the size is, 20-ounce bottle of Poland Springs anymore. Well, we're the ones that did this. People have to be like that. Well, I don't. I really don't know what to say about it. I don't use them. I and I have seen them in different places where I go. And if they start charging you a nickel and all, I mean, I'll start collecting them. For, money's money. Yeah. I'll get out of my car to get out and just get one out of a gutter or something. I, I'll do it. Um, well, I think when you I find one, you're going to find a lot. So you'll you'll be able to make some good good change just for getting out of the car. Yeah. And now I'd just like to uh, say something about the Powerball. Okay, so is it that is it that you won and that you wanna you wanna go Are out to you dinner? Kidding me! If I won the Powerball tomorrow night, wouldn't be a billion dollars, and it is. Now, in order for it to reach that billion dollars, nobody has won since April. Did you know that? Since the month of April. Really? That's how the yeah that oh yeah. So look how long all the way to now. That shows you how hot it is to win because since April, nobody has won the jackpot, and this is what really ticks me off now. Sometimes. This happens. Nobody wins for a long time. It's too hard. It's difficult. And then when somebody finally wins it, oh, bam, there's six winners. Come on. It makes me think it's a freaking scam. I don't know about that. I mean, it's all the, the, the odds are so minute of winning that um, I don't know that. So you don't agree with that, that all of a sudden, after all this time, I don't... not one winner. And all of a sudden, 12 winners, uh, come on. I mean, I think the, the, what happens is eventually everybody's tried every number combination, so it's more likely that, yeah, six people might have the same number combination. Well, it could happen. Yeah, and you know what the other reason is? More people buy tickets, and if more people buy tickets, there's more chances for more winners. That's true, too, but I'm still leaning towards it's one big scam. And another thing, there was a time that when you win... Aren't they supposed to take a third of it for their taxes and all? Now they're taking almost half of it. Uh, yeah, that I, sound I, right to me. I mean, I guess it depends on the the tax rate and all that kind of stuff. And all I no, know that's is too much. All, too all, much. all I know is I was told by Jose Matos, who does the financial show here on Saturdays, who mm. always told me if if you ever win, take the annuity. Don't don't take oh, yeah, the lump sum. Take the annuity because yeah. everybody that gets the lump sum ends up blowing it and they have nothing left. At least with the annuity, you know, right. for the next 20 years or so, you're secure. Actually, I listened to his show and I don't know anything about money like that, but I would go and see him if I ever won. Absolutely. He told me that. He's like, if you ever win, I should be your oh, first yeah. call. <laughs> Jose Matos. Oh, yeah. I listen every time his show was there and a lot of it, I don't get it. I mean, I'm not too bright about money. That's why I would go to him because he would probably find a way for me to take care of my family and friends, and I'd still have a lot of money in there yet. He you know, absolutely would, yep. you know, you know, yeah. And, and, and another thing that I always tell everybody this when we happen to be talking about lotteries, when you win, the lottery takes it upon themselves to give some of your winning money to the store where you bought your ticket. If I want to give the store a bonus, I will. Just don't take it out of my winnings. It's not right. I don't think it doesn't come out of the winnings, does it? What does it come out of? Are you trying to tell me that the lottery gives their own money? I don't believe that for one second. It's going to come out of your jackpot money. Well, I mean, does it does nah, it nah, does nah. it matter? Of course it does. If, because it, they it's just automatically taking it upon themselves it's to a, just take it out of your winning. They get a, what do they get? One percent? I think they get one percent of what I the prize care. is. I don't care what the percentage is. I believe if you want to give the store something, it's up to you. 
But and that's, they need to change that. But that's the deal they have with the stores to sell it. Yeah, well, let them, stores don't, let them stores don't make store. stores don't make a profit off a lottery. Let them give the bonus if they want out of their own treasury, not my money. Okay. Of course, I would give the store something. I'm not. I would go there myself and have the pleasure of saying, "Here, this is for you. I bought the ticket here at your store." But for them to just go and do that, I think, really, come on now. There must be somebody out in WBSM listener land that agrees with me. It's not right to do that. That's stealing from me. All right. We'll see what they say. Okay. Thank Have you for the call. Day, Mr. You as well. And, uh, and good luck. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, good morning, Tim. Welcome back. Thank you. You know, uh, the next uh, your next trip uh, to a battlefield should be in Yorktown, Virginia. I went there uh, probably about 20 years ago uh, where we won the War for Independence. And I'm going to tell you, I walked, I did the route on the, on the battlefield. It's a pretty big field, you know, with the different readouts. And it's an airy feeling. The, you feel the presence of, of the soldiers, at least I did, you know, who died on that field. It's mm -hmm. just an airy feeling about it. Maybe that's your next trip. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not that far. You know, I, I would love to be able to go and visit as many of them as I can, but yeah. I just know that I don't I don't have that kind of free time. Maybe maybe when I'm retired, that, that'll be a trip that I take. Yeah, the, the uh, red brick building is still there where Corden Wallace had his uh, headquarters. Uh, and they still have cannons of the period there. But uh, that, that was my experience, an eerie feeling. You feel the presence of... Of those who've uh, passed on and uh, on both sides, you know, because I mean, British, uh, there were American and uh, French soldiers that perished on that battlefield, you know, and uh, you get a feeling, uh, you know, that our freedom it comes at a cost, and uh, we should hold dear and protect it at all times. And, and, uh, but, and one, uh, one thing too about going to Gettysburg that I I, I realized is just how much it affects you know a battle like that affects not just the people that are on the field but everybody that was around it. I mean the the whole town being affected. You walk through the visitor center and you see where you know uh, uh, artillery went through somebody's home and they have some of the wood on display to see just the kind of damage that it did in somebody's home. I mean they they didn't just lay waste to each other on the battlefield. They laid waste to the entire town. Did you, uh, did, when you were there, did you get that same experience, like an eerie feeling when you walked through the battlefield? Oh, absolutely. To me, it was like walking through a graveyard, you know, even though the, the bodies were removed from the battlefield, that's where they lost their lives. And you can't, you can't not feel that heavy presence there. Right. It's, it's, it's hard to put it into words to tell you the truth. You mm -hmm. get kind of emotional, you know? Yeah. Um, and as far as for uh, all the trumpeteers, uh, Donald Trump's going to have a town hall meeting with Hannity tonight at 9 o'clock on Fox News. Uh, for those who are interested, you know, I just thought I'd put that out there. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think um, it'll be the last one that we see either. I think there'll be some more of those coming up in the future. And my, my final point is uh, to bring it local is, uh, you know, the violence and the shootings in the city. Uh, we need to take care of this and nip it in the bud before it gets out of control. You know, uh, the detective, unfortunate, but... Uh, could be innocent bystanders too who are just walking and just uh, doing their day-to-day -day business uh, and uh, they could be uh, easily victims of uh, this senseless violence yeah from what from what we were told this wasn't a matter of somebody shooting at the officer this was a gang one gang shooting at another and and the officer ended up being struck by a stray bullet 
Wow. But we don't have yeah. that confirmed by police. That's just what we right. we were told right. by a law enforcement well, source. I, my prayers are with the officer, and, uh, you know, I hope the mayor and the city council, uh, you know, get together and try to nip this in the bud. Because, I mean, uh, you know, the drugs and the, these drive-bys, uh, over the years, it seems like it's becoming more intensified. All right. Both. But, uh, all right, Tim, thank you for, uh, you know, giving me the time to talk to you, and uh, I hope you have a good day. You as well. Take care. And uh, we will talk more with you at 508-996-0500. But right now, I've got to take a break. thinking to yourself before the summer is out i want to get a new roof on my home i want to get some vinyl siding on my home i want to get some new windows installed i want to get some new entry doors put on i want to do the kitchen or the bathroom over whatever it may be you want to call precision window and kitchen because they can do it all and they can do it all right and they can do it all Affordably. So if you go to their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, you're going to see all the great materials they work with, all the different kinds of projects they can do for you, and you'll get the chance to kind of get an idea of what can be done, and you can get a free quote. But you can also stop by their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford, and they'll really get into it with you. They'll show you all the different materials. They'll let you see it for yourself, and then you know the quality that will be going into your home remodel or repairs, and they can get the job done quickly, efficiently, because they have everything on hand. They keep things in their warehouse right there behind their showroom so that they don't need to order things and wait for them to come in. They've got it on hand. They can get the job done quicker and better than the other guys. So check them out online, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, and see some of the different things they can do for you. But just don't think windows, just don't think kitchens. Remember, they can do roofs as well. They can do exterior work like vinyl siding. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to just get out there and wash off all the crud that gets on your home, especially this time of year, especially with all the smoke coming in, this haze, all of that kind of stuff. Just rinse it right off your home. And knowing that when you blast the hose on your house, it's not going to be leaking through your roof either. Those are just some of the many things that they can do for you at Precision Window and Kitchen. Again, visit them online, precisionwindowandkitchen.com. Uh, very quickly, we got a couple of app chat messages. Uh, not bad. And Oak Bluff says, uh, at their respective annual town meetings, voters in Oak Bluffs and Edgartown approved a new bylaw prohibiting the sale of NIPS, which are the single-use containers of alcohol under 100 milliliters. Oak Bluffs and Edgartown are the only towns on the vineyard that sell the miniature bottles. The ban will go into effect May 1st, 2024. I am not sure how effective this will be since the NIPS will still get here from off-island sources. And then me in New Bedford says NIPS are used for recipes too. It's a waste to buy a whole bottle for a teaspoon or so. It's also using for decorations for cakes and etc. So yeah, I mean, I think that they do have a lot of uses. And I think it's, you know, just as much as they're saying it might encourage people to drink because they can, you know, drink it real fast and then throw it away and get in the car. I think it also helps with curbing drinking where sometimes that's all somebody has in the house is a nip as opposed to if they had a bottle. I mean, if I had had, you know, whole bottles of this stuff in my cabinet all the time, 
I'd just be I'd be full of stuff that's just never going to go anywhere, you know. And and what would happen to it? Who knows? It could disappear, and I would never know. You know, my kid could have been grabbing it and drinking it. Not that he would have, but I wouldn't have known because I don't do it. But a little nip gives me what I need. Throw it in the trash when it's done, and you move on. All right, speaking of moving on, going to take one more break in the hour, but we'll be back in just a few moments. All right, well, we are going to be going into the newsroom in just a few moments. When we come back on the other side, we're going to be talking about 50s night. It's happening this Thursday in downtown New Bedford. Joe Jesus's 50s night returns, and uh, we'll talk about what you can expect from this year. We'll also talk about you know what other changes might be coming up in the future, including... The very interesting news that there is now a nonprofit organization involved with this. So we will talk with uh, Scott Pemberton about that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 